Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Testing, one, two, testing. I'm quite excited about this week because I did feel like last week... You, was, you were I, drowning. I was, I was all over the shop. I'd done no kind of previous research. Mm-hmm. We just hit play and we went, oh, we'll be fine. You were fine. I was not fine. We probably weren't fully ready to go back I to work. I wasn't ready. But we, I, I think we felt under pressure from I know, well, society, from no, life, and from reality. We missed, I missed it. I missed it too, yeah. But yeah. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. uh, this week, though, you are fucking am, all over this, right? I am firing um, on all cylinders. I'll tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. you forget how to work when you have a bit of time off. Yeah. And it takes you a few days to get back into it. And now I, I am half no. addicted to work yeah. and half addicted to holiday. Yeah. And when I'm in the thing that I'm in... I'm addicted to that, and I never want to do the other thing yeah, again. Okay, yeah. And then when I start working, I enjoy it so much, and I get so much fulfilment from what I do, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. That I think, oh, you know, why was I feeling so funny about coming back? I want to stay up till eleven o'clock working on this paper or mm. doing research into this thing. Or <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? Um, I've done a podcast this morning uh, already. Oh my God, it's my get second you! One there. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the podcast zone. But I swore three or four times in the podcast this morning, and I feel like I've carried that into this one because I've already said the word fuck already. But the way you say fuck is great. Like, I say so, fuck, but you say fuck. I say fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Michael, so, yeah. put the glasses back on immediately. Yeah. So, You're starting to quite like me in these glasses. So, um, so what's quite funny is Michael did a post, which, is it on your grid? On Instagram, yeah. But is it, it's on your grid? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Michael did a post on his grid announcing and um i guess you could say we're this is an advert we're saying it's an advert advert for his new blush hairdryer which um peter Mm o'hanrahan who's also michael in glasses keeps calling pink and i really fancy your alter alter ego uh peter o'hanrahan and he keeps wearing michael's wearing glasses around the house now i'm like oh god i'm really fancy You look really hot. It's, it's a good post, that, by the way, if you've it's not a very, seen it. You can it's very funny. Me and my um, kind of producing partner, if you like, that makes all the content together, had, had dreams of a, a, a career in comedy. And we made a sitcom once, uh, but never got commissioned or anything, but it, it exists. Um, and occasionally we like to do funny things on our grid just to kind of reassure ourselves that we could have been comedy writers and yeah. producers. You are, funny, you are funny in yeah, this. Good, thanks very much. And considering you're playing against yourself, mm. it's quite hard. Well, we're going to do and a series. very good. We're going to do a series of them. Oh, um, great. They're quite good fun. Lots of people are Mid-morning saying, can, matters we, can we see more of this? Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so very good. The podcast I was on this morning is called The Emma Guns Show. And oh, yeah. Emma is a highly respected beauty journalist and has a very successful podcast. And she said, do you want to come on it? I was like, yes. And so what, I can, what were you talking about? We are talking about risks, taking risks. Oh, wait, uh, that's brilliant for you because yes. you are the best at taking risks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be a very short podcast if I was on it. 
I don't think so. Crikey, O'Reilly. Every time you put yourself on live TV, you don't realise necessarily that going on live TV has the potential to destroy your life. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, you do that. Like, so Anyway, let's not talk about me because I want to talk about you and your risks and the podcast. So, yes, there was all sorts of things in there, but uh, the big question when she said, will you be on the podcast? I said, yeah, and she said, are you risk averse? Have you taken any risks? And obviously the biggest risk I took was taking millions of pounds off people for mm. my business mm. with the intention of turning uh, in you know 10 times or 20 mm. times in that kind of money uh, when you know I've no track record of ever doing that before <laughs> there's no reason why I should be able to do it now <laughs> you know and when somebody says I'm going to give you a million pounds uh, so just make sure you times 10 that I was like yeah I'll do that um, so that's probably one of the biggest risks I've taken but there's all sorts of things I guess where I've risked my life and career but you know what I love about you is Mm. that um you know this woman might know you a bit yes but I always know that when you go and do something like that Mm. and you talk about something that maybe isn't necessarily hairstyling or fashion which probably is what you've usually talked to her about yes and you go and talk to her about something intellectual where you can have an opinion or philosophize Mm. about something Mm. you will absolutely blow someone away because they'll go oh this guy's got a depth and it's so funny because when I take you to a party or something and there's people that haven't mm. met you before and I go, this is my partner. They, every single time they come up to me afterwards and go, oh my God, like, he's, he's amazing. So <laughs> <laughs> he's so tiny, like, what's happened to him? <laughs> oh God, anyway, it was a brilliant show. So I'll let you know when that's out, people, and then you can go and listen to that because I will probably recommend myself that on that particular um, what have you got for us Davina McCall well, I, some I've, good things I've had a brilliant morning this morning mm-hmm. with um, Holly my daughter and her wonderful um, boyfriend Paddy Lee um, if you're not following him on Instagram go follow him he's a brilliant DJ Paddy Lee music and he and Holly looked up somewhere in Shepherd's Bush to go and have a coffee mm-hmm. and it's called Next Door is it Next Door Records great and it's unbelievable coffee Mm-hmm. Um, it sells other drinks, you know, kombuchas and things like mm. that. In the evening, you can go and have booze. Uh-huh. I mean, you can have booze in the day, but yeah. it, it's got a license to sell alcohol. But it's also a record shop. And you can see on yeah. the picture online, it's got records all around the outside. And there's turntables. So I made Paddy like listen to Jean-Michel Jarre Oxygen for the first time. And I said, I'm sure you could sample this. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. on, on a track somewhere. Yeah. It's so iconic. Um, but the young kids kind of wouldn't know it, but yeah. it's got us something to... Anyway, they've also got us kind of a bit further back, which looks like it probably pops off in the evening. And they've got a space with t- two twin decks and oh, wow. for a DJ and stuff. But it's got jazz, it's mm. got really old records, it's got dub, it's got house, it's got everything, it's got fun music. Anyway, we were saying, God, how great that you can go and have a coffee and enjoy something else. I think now mm-hmm. with the death of the high street, yeah. our high streets are going to be turning into places, a place of entertainment, a source. Like all shops should have bars in, all shops should have kind of coffee shops. Yes, They I should agree. kind of mix mix it up. You should be able to entertain everybody. Are you going to sneeze? Keep going. Oh, like, look at the light, look at the light. Um, um, God, I know that feeling. Um, and it's really annoying when it goes away. Mm. Anyway, I love the fact that they've just merged these two things. Coffee and Great records, idea. absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. idea. 
And then they told me about this other amazing place called Vinyl Records. Um, so, Vinyl Pimp. Thank you. Okay. So, Vinyl Pimp is on Instagram and you can contact him, but only um, on email or mm-hmm. you have to kind of make an appointment. But it's a warehouse in Hackney mm-hmm. full of vinyl. Absolutely wow. rammed to the rafters. Wow. And you can look up and buy all of these records and then go pick them up by appointment. But the other really, really cool thing is that he has just put a room inside the record store mm-hmm. and it's on Airbnb. <gasps> So if you know somebody that absolutely loves music, this is just the greatest thing ever. So it's like a vinyl factory with a room in itself. And what they say, what he says, is in order to get the room, Mm -hmm. you don't pay money. You just buy £250 worth of records. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Isn't it great? Yeah, yeah. It's bartering. Yeah. Like, I'd like to stay in this room. Well, you have to buy 250 quid's worth of records. Yeah, that's a great idea. And can I tell you what a relief it was Mm -hmm. going somewhere and going, I love that record, and I was actually correct. Because normally what happens is somebody plays me something, I go, I love that record. They go, it's not a record, it's a download. And then for once, when you're looking at vinyl, you are actually talking about a record. I love that. My dad still calls them an LP. Oh, I sometimes do that. I sometimes do that. Uh, for and anyone who's had, listening who doesn't know what 45s. that means, it's called a long player. Because that's why I was just talking about yeah. 45s. That's mm-hmm. a short... It's not an SP, though, is it? It short isn't. Play. No, it's a single. A single. Um, and then there was an EP, which was anything that had more than three tracks on it, I think. But, Michael, can I quickly show you something? Yeah. In the bedroom, you've got decks. Turn tables. Is that the bedroom? Um, yeah, so the bed's up here. Oh, like a mezzanine bed And this thing. is like the living room. Very nice. Not, Bloody cool. I'd blow your brains out here, but did you know that there's one of these kinds of places in Tunbridge Wells? What? Yeah, you know where you live. Yeah. What? Yeah. So do you know the little bit um, on the kind of indoor-outdoor food eatery place that's attached to the shopping centre there? Yeah. It's got like... Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. At the end of that, there is a record coffee shop called Even Flow. No. And it sells records and coffee, and you can listen to records in there. No. And me and Joel went in there last uh, week or whenever it was. I've just looked it up. Yeah. And there was a live band playing outside. Shut up. Yeah. And, uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. And Even Flow in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. <gasps> With Dex. With Dex, exactly. What? I know, right? You didn't tell me? Yes, I well. Never really thought. Wow. <laughs> um, even Flo, by the way, for those that don't know, is a Pearl Jam song. Even Flo. I know. That's one of their least favourite songs, I think. That first album Pearl Jam did was my least favourite album that they did. They got kind of better and then and then slightly worse. <laughs> Everyone used to rave about that first album. Just and say think, something. Oh, no, they got loads better as they got on. The, the, the Even Flo one's absolutely enormous yeah, it's, in Tunbridge yeah, Wells. It's nice. It's big. Very good. Um, so Next Door Records is also very, very good. Uxbridge Road, Shepherd's Bush. And in fact, look up coffee shop and record shop combined mm-hmm. in your area. Now, I've okay. seen that. Nice pretty that. sure you probably, 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 they're probably all over the place. Every major town, yeah. Yeah. Um, crikey, I don't know where to go. Well, I'll tell you where I'm going to go. It's my new favourite burger joint. Oh, wow. Where's that? The Shake Shack. Where is that? I mean, they're everywhere. Mm. And... Uh, 
when I was uh, skiing earlier this year with uh, with lads, Lee Pemberton, me mate, Aye. was going on about burgers because it's what people do sometimes when they've nothing else to talk about. Or when they've had a few drinks. Hey, Mike, where's your favourite burger from? And I was like, five guys, uh, you want to try the Shake Shack? So anyway, I was walking past the Shake Shack last week and me and Reese went, should we have a you know a corporate lunch? But, At the Shake Shack? Uh, and I said, let's try the Shake Shack because everyone's prattled on about it. Anyway. Really? Really? hell's bells. I mean, I'm saying good. really like that because I'm looking at his face and he looks really, he's licking Ooh. his lips and everything. So they Don't do worry, it. he's got no crisps or no, no, anything nearby to eat. Nearby. It's actually just lip um, licking. Uh, so I get, I get the buffalo chicken burger. They yeah. do normal beef burgers and all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. cheeseburgers and everything. Yeah. And then I get some chicken buffalo bites on the side. I try not to eat chips. Don't want carbs. I just want protein. But that's what uh, I've had have today. You gone, have that's you gone, why I'm a bit full, to be honest. Have you gone, um, like, keto? Carb-free? No, not really. But there's a lot of calories in carbs and there's less in protein, you know. So we just try and eat a lot of protein. There are, there are carbs in normal food anyway. Yeah. It's just What's like... normal food? <laughs> well, I mean, in non... What you would think as non-carby food, there are carbs yes. in lots of different... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And there's calories in everything you consume, yeah. but there's less calories in protein. So I always think, well, if I eat more protein, I'm arguably eating less calories. We do calories. also need some carbs for energy. You absolutely Michael, did. Yeah. I did eat some chips just to... So oh, okay. You know, but just I didn't a few. order chips. I just had a yeah, handful okay. of Reese's, of Reese's you know? yes. Anyway, the point is yes, that if you've not had a Shake Shack burger and you're a Five Guys kind of person or a McDonald's kind of person or any of those other kind of local burger mm-hmm. joint persons, if you get the chance to go to Shake Shack, mm-hmm. definitely go and Can get I... yourself a burger. Oh, brioche bun, which is not everyone's cup of tea, I gather, oh but not God. too much bread, a small bun, lots of filling. The ratios were good. Really? And the buffalo sauce was... Really? Boom, yeah. You're quite oh. picky with your buffalo sauce I as do well. like a spicy, spicy burger. So, uh, Shake Shack, they're all over the country, but where they are, it often is in airports. What so about you're waiting price? For I mean, for two burgers, chicken bites and chips was 35 quid. It's a lot of money, that, isn't it? But that was at Leicester Square. So it may well be I'm paying Leicester Square premium there. And actually, if you bought one in Manchester or something like that, well, you know, it's arguably one of the... No, but we went at 12 o'clock on the dot. Mm. Nowhere's busy at 12, but mm. probably about 1 o'clock it is. Anyway, it's really, really good. Can I ask you something else? Yeah, of course. Because you used to like Five Guys in Lettuce. Yes. Did they do that? I didn't, I didn't look at whether they did uh, the lettuce alternative for a bun, but mm. anyway. Because the, um, the brioche bun, I think, now has become a thing. Like, we are no longer able to just eat a bun with no sugar in it. Everybody loves the brioche bun because it's got a shit ton of sugar in it. Well, That's I was, why. I spoke to your publicist the other day and we both have a love of fried chicken and burgers, but he is a no brioche guy. I said, you've got to try the Shake Shack. He said, I can't because it's got a brioche bun. I'm like, oh God, really, Jonathan? Like, is that mm. where you draw the line? He mm. was like, yep, that's where I draw the line. There's, everybody's um, got a line. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I was going to say something then that was wholly inappropriate, so I'm not going to do that. Okay, do it. Well done. Yeah, yes. I read something on Twitter about the line, about when you cross it, and I remember thinking, well, say that thing. And I thought, no, no, don't say that thing. Don't um, cross the line. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, there, there we go. there's one recommendation for you there, Shake Shack. Great. Um, I would like to talk to you um, about Gabor Mate. Oh, yes, I know this guy. So, um, basically, I bumped into somebody that we've both worked with yeah. this morning, and he talked to me, and it, we were talking about ADHD, mm-hmm. and he said, have you read this book? And it was called When the Body Says No, which I think mm-hmm. we were talking about um, yesterday, this concept of um, you going through some kind of trauma, and your body is just like, 
okay, I'm shutting down, I'm traumatised. Scattered Minds, Mm -hmm. that's the book about ADHD. He's he's a brilliant man and uh, one of his books. Anyway, this guy, I'm going to tell you about the book in a second, but this guy um, was like, you... You've got to get this book, mm-hmm. Gabor Mate, Scattered Minds. And actually, he is an amazing, amazing person. I don't know how many podcasts of his you've listened to. I mean, he's been on all, the, all the greats. Weirdly. Yes, I know. Um, yeah, yeah. He's been on everybody, yeah. I think. I know he's been on Stephen Bartlett a couple of times. Mm-hmm. He's been on Fern Cottons. If you're a fan of Fern, mm-hmm. she does a lovely interview with him. I'm pretty sure she's been on Dr. he's been on Dr. Chatterjee's. He's been on Joe Rogan's. And, and Joe Rogan's yeah, yeah. a few times, I mm, think, yeah, he's yeah. been on Joe Rogan's. He is Canadian um, physician and author. Um, he worked in, in family practice, but he's got a special. He specialises in childhood development and potential lifelong impacts on physical and mental health, including autoimmune disease, cancer, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, addictions, and a wider range of other conditions. Like what happens to you in your childhood will affect potentially all of these things as you get older. And um, it, this book, uh, in the realm of hungry ghosts. Um, close encounters with addiction he discusses the types of trauma suffered by people and substance uh, substance use disorders that mm-hmm. come with that which is so interesting obviously yes, for me because yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's pretty much what happened to me and I've sort of spent my life trying to heal that mm-hmm. and I'm having I'm making great progress at the moment I feel like anyway he's got quite interesting ideas on ADHD and the fact that like is it even a thing or if it is a thing like what causes it Mm -hmm. and and how you can help that Mm -hmm. his backstory i don't know if you know anything about him but his maternal grandparents were killed in auschwitz yes they were jewish yeah Yeah, and his aunt disappeared during the war and his father endured forced labor at the hands of the nazis and his mate's mother put him in the care of a stranger for over five weeks in order to save his life i mean he's had like a an amazing and he, he his he claims this trauma of abandonment, rage and despair continues to manifest in his adult life, leading to similar altercations when he perceives a threat of abandonment, especially from his wife. Mm, wow. And I don't know, there's something really lovely about mm. when somebody's incredibly self-aware and they totally understand themselves. It doesn't mean that they can totally get rid of it or completely 100% ever fix it. But awareness is the, is the key, I think, the mm. first key. But this man is one of those people, if you read enough about him, if you just go to his Wikipedia page... That his name is spelt G A B O R M A T E Gabor Mate. Yeah, I've always called him Mate. Yeah, Gabor Mate. Gabor Mate. Yeah. Um, Gabor Mate, and he, he's one of those people that you just read and you love. But he also has a face. If you can watch him on a podcast that you love, yeah, yes. There's something about him that yes. it's like a feels safe doll or something, mm. isn't it? like a cabbage patch doll mm. or something. Very cute and mm. sweet about it mm. yeah yes i know what you mean and sad that amazing aura yeah yeah there seems something there's something yeah. in him that um anyway go and look at all of his work yes, on it's... any of the usual booksellers waterstones wh smith amazon please and any independent bookstores please go and look because honestly if you have experienced any kind of childhood trauma mm. or experience any kind of autoimmune illnesses or anything go and have a look I, he's written so many books yes he will have written one for you yeah and also if you think your kids have got adhd or you're struggling with thinking that you've got adhd and where that might have come from and all the rest of it he, some of his theories on the way adhd has manifests itself and the reasons for it i thought were 
really good actually. Um, and he's been he's come under some flack as well. Some people have criticised him quite a bit. I stumbled across him because he was quite critical of Jordan Peterson, and it was really interesting to find somebody who was willing to stand up against some of the things Jordan was saying. Uh, so that's where I stumbled across him and found a lot of his stuff fascinating, mm. and then stumbled into the world of ADHD. And of course, you know, like, wow, this is good. I mean, he we're all philosophizing and kind mm. of uh, you know. I mean, obviously, he's a physician, you know, yeah. and he's and he's trying to take what he's learning and. And through talking to loads and loads of mm. um, patients and everything, he's learning all the time. But you know, he might not have it right. But we've got to. We need to educate ourselves to yes. hear everybody else, everybody's point of view. And and Gabor Mate has got uh, a very lovely way about him, mm. and a way. Again, he's an amazing communicator. So the way he speaks, yeah. I, under, I understand. I think the thing you said there about he might not have it right. Of course, he doesn't have it right for everybody. But he might mm. be right for you, mm. or he might be right for some of you, and not mm. others. Like. I was talking about this this morning. Is that like there is nothing more complicated in the world than you? Mm. Not you. No, but, but I. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hu- one. Uh, one human being. Mm. And it's hard enough to try and understand yourself to think that somebody else could possibly understand you, you know. Mm. Um, and I think one of the things I managed to grasp this summer really was that the answer to your problem lies within you, not within somebody else. They don't know what what the answer to your problem is but the best thing you can do is go and kind of find out as much information as possible and apply it all to you and see what sticks and what doesn't isn't it I think Um, the other thing I've stumbled across uh, this week is a podcast Um, now it doesn't mean you can stop listening to our podcast just because I recommend (laughs) this one so we all know Uh, let me just uh, see which ones I've uh, downloaded here Um, shows it is called uh, The Poetry of Reality it's quite nice, isn't it? That is really lovely. Yeah, and it's a Richard Dawkins podcast. Now, I realise Dawkins isn't every, everyone's cup of tea. If you're um, religious, uh, you know, yeah, everybody yeah, knows I mean, he's a I kind of card-carrying a- atheist. A, yeah. I'm a Christian because I like mm. the framework of the Christian mm. faith, but I'm not a, mm. he, a, a, a stickler for the Bible, I think, the, yeah, the yeah. book of fables and everything. But I would, I would call myself a Christian, but obviously he's an out-and-out atheist, and I wouldn't want to get into an argument with him about it because I know the science doesn't, Mm. doesn't back up but I do have faith and it's quite interesting so there's not necessarily in terms of my belief that mm. you know I, I wouldn't want to get in an argument with Richard Dawkins he's just too clever <laughs> yeah. but yes. I still like you sent me um something I still like listening to him you know he's, oh, he's, he's a very interesting person because what you do immediately is he poses uh, questions and sometimes answers that mm. really make you think Mm. oh crikey like what was that he just said Mm. never considered that so I'm going to just read a few titles a few of these podcasts because they're really quite something so the first one is um, The Courage to be Honest Um, this is uh, an interview between him and Ricky Gervais oh wow yeah Um, uh, Trans When Ideology Meets Reality a conversation with Helen Joyce super interesting uh, Richard Dawkins on Aliens, God, Transgenderism, Science and More. Um, this is one that blew my brains out. Why are we here? Exploring the mystery of existence. Oh, is that good? Fuck. <laughs> like, you can't go to sleep after it because it's like... Ugh. Fries your brain. One of the interesting things is... What, is that on his own or is he talking uh, to someone So s- Some of them are in conversation with three or four other academics. Right, right. Uh, 
there's a lot of women in these podcasts as well, by the way, because I know you just nice. talked about a guy, I've just talked about a guy, mm. but there's lots of highly intellectual academic women that are discussing things with him in these podcasts mm. as well. So don't think they're overtly kind of male in, um, in where they come from. But the one about existence is really good. Mm. Um, there's a big debate about, there's one, there's, there's a guy in there who's obviously quite an oldish guy who's been around for a long time, an academic who makes a, um, a decent stab at why there has to be a God mm. and that, it, that life couldn't exist without one. Mm. And then Dawkins' take on the fact that <laughs> that can't possibly be true because <laughs> of all these different reasons. Mm. But when you get into the nitty of gritty of who created the laws of physics and why are those laws the way they are, you, know, mm. you can start to go... Oh, God <laughs> almighty. Um, and the other thing is, the big question is, what is before nothing? Yes. And he says, well, physicists will say there's no such thing as before. You don't use the word before. Before the Big Bang is nothing. There was no before. But yes. you really just can't escape the idea that the word before exists. So it must have some meaning. And what was there before nothing? Do you know, you know? before I met, oh. uh, not met, but before we started dating, mm just didn't ask any big questions you've really opened up like I feel like all the neuro pathways neural mm. pathways in my brain you've gone to a dark mm. side of my brain and you've like lit a fuse mm. and the bomb's gone off and all the fireworks are firing all the time and is it, are you glad about that yes really oh, okay, glad about good. it yes. I didn't understand I couldn't I wasn't interested I mean the other day when somebody told me that stars are suns yeah. And that they've exploded, and mm. that's what we're seeing from mm. millions of years ago. Yeah. And, but they are a sun for a, a solar system yeah. of their own. I had to go and sit down. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, well, how come I'm 55 and I've only just yeah. realised that? And my daughter was going, yeah. And, and like, did you not know that? And, and I was the, like, no, I, did, I really hadn't. Because I think up until this point, I wasn't... I wasn't ready to think about it. Yeah, yes. It was too big. It's too big, isn't it? And, and that there is more stars than there are grains of sand on the whole of planet Earth. So that's, that's how many solar systems there were, but they're all going it's all over the place. It, you know. But are there new ones appearing all the yes. time? Yes, well, this is a lot of things that are being discussed. So one of the things Dawkins says is that there, there might not just be one big bang. There might be multiple bangs that, that went I mean, off. for you know, fuck's all, sake. I know, I know. So anyway, it, it's really good. And if you want to, you know, immerse yourself under the skin of a subject, whatever it might be, mm. Dawkins is brilliant, I think, at getting under it. And of mm. course, he is a highly respected voice of and course, a very yeah. clever person so you can say well if Dawkins is adamant about something mm. what, what do you like about him is he'll say if somebody asks him a question about existence of the big bang or something he'd say well that's a question for a physicist and I'm a biologist I can only speak about biology and these are the things we know for mm. sure you know you kind of go okay I don't need to do any more research on that because Dawkins has said because he's done it all you know, so you can kind of draw a line under it at that point and say, well, that's I mean, that. there's yeah. something quite comforting about science. Oh, my God. You can't fantastic. argue with it. Yes. It, is, it is what it is. Mm. It's irrefutable. Well, at the moment it is, but it, it is always, always open to change. But he says, one of the interesting things he says... I is, guess science does change because it yes. evolves and we learn new things. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we um, but he does say the biology question has been answered. We know where we come from and we know why we're here mm. and we know what we are. Right. The physics question right. has not been answered. Right. We don't know where it came from wow. and why it's here and why the it's laws are It's not been answered. Yeah, I know. So if you're a physicist, wow. you are at the But you know, if somebody had talked to me like this about stuff like this mm. and I hadn't been off my tits on drugs when I was mm. younger, mm. 
I would have loved to have learnt about this you when I was younger. You can do it now. I don't know if my menopausal brain can handle it. Well, we'll put one of these on later. You can have a look. Okay, okay. Look. So some of okay. The, there's one that's only eight minutes long, for instance. You know, um, some I of can them, handle that. Yeah, some of them are 11 <laughs> minutes long. Some are an hour long. Yeah. And they're not all him. They're all yeah. them in conversation with people who are challenging him as well. So okay, well, that's that. good. But uh, the, name, the name of it is fantastic. The poetry of reality is... Reality, yeah. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. So, you know My Mum, Your Dad, Mm -hmm. dating show. This wonderful woman got in touch with me. And I absolutely was like... My agent sends me things and she goes, oh, I don't know, if, you know, don't know if you're interested in this, but this person sent this to me and I just thought I should send it on to you because of my mum, your dad, but, you know, obviously, like, don't worry about it. So I, I read it and I was like, oh, my God, yes. So this woman has set up a dating app. She's a single mum in her 40s. She's the founder of the UK's first dating app for single parents, I know I wasn't a fan of dating apps either, mm. but was frustrated at the lack of options. And it's called Playdate. I love that name. Yeah, you that's know when you kids your, send yeah. your kids on a playdate. Yeah. So Playdate is for single parents only. Is tailored around the single parent lifestyle, whether you're divorced, separated, widowed, or a solo parent. We offer childcare discounts through our partner app. Bubble, which offer babysitting services. So if you've got kids... Brilliant. Yes, and you need to go out on a date. They have a partner app with Mm. Bubble where somebody will come and babysit your kids. So because of the synergy, they've been um, partnering with ITV around an ad campaign for My Mum, Your Dad. And in fact, interestingly, I'd seen the ad last week, uh, you know, in between uh, My Mum, Your Dad parts. And I thought... Fuck me, that sounds like a good idea. The ads were great, by the way. If if um, mm-hmm. if Naveen, you're listening, I ho- I hope you are. Um, and they and they really made um, uh, an impact. And she says their slogan is "Who says playdates were only for kids?" Um, that they're, they're they're new. They're just a startup. So she's she's asked for a bit of support. Mm-hmm. But you know, with us, I wouldn't give support if I didn't think it was an absolutely brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Their website's very easy and simple to navigate. You know that everybody on there is a parent, mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. I quite okay. like. You're all yes. struggling with the same thing. Yeah, You're yeah. all trying to... And I think once you've said out loud... I'm a parent, and you know you're on this website. You've got, you're a bit more real already. Yeah, you are. You know, there's yeah. less space for catfishing, yeah. mm-hmm. I think. So they match make. They'll find potential matches in your area that meet your criteria. Stress-free car- fr- 
childcare with our partner Bubble, the UK's number one sitter app, and check this out, invisibility. If you don't want your ex to find your profile, turn on our invisibility feature. Ah. You'd have to put your ex's details in, perhaps, would you? I don't know. Okay. But it's a thing. So you can have filters, you can discover matches, you can start chatting. It's on Apple Store, it's on Google Play. Um, So it's called Playdate. Go and have a play. That's a great name for it. You're absolutely right. a great They call it descriptive branding. Mm, Yes. Where the brand describes what it is. And I love that idea. Exactly. It's really good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, I've been watching season three of Dave on uh, Disney Plus yeah I've talked about Dave a lot in the past yeah he's, he's a kind of New York Jewish amazing. rapper and he's made it and he's now on tour so he's on a tour bus traveling around playing shows with Gator and all his kind of crew and all the rest of it and I love Gator I am loving uh, really this season really better well it, they're all good I think as uh, I've talked about before it's made by the same team and made Curb Your Enthusiasm which I'm a huge fan of mm. it's got a lot of kind of wonderful kind of Jewish comic undertones which I love Jewish comedy um, and uh, he's such an awkward quirky yes. guy for mm. a rapper and um, but also cannot help himself but to try and tell the truth and be honest in yes. situations where it's probably best to keep your mouth shut yes um so, yeah, I'm up to season, episode four of season three of Dave. If, and it's a weird thing about the show. Nobody ever knows. It never gets advertised. Nobody knows anything about when it's on or when it's not on. Um, I just stumbled across it and I was like, why has nobody told me season yes. three of Dave's out? So I'm here as a voice for Dave to say, if you enjoyed season one, season two, then it's on Disney+. Plus. Boom. I, I'm a bit jealous. I feel like I need to catch up and I've really got to get Chester on it. Chester's watched Dave though, right? But not the new series. Okay, no. So no. I feel like it's something that we could watch together. Without a shadow of a doubt, he would love it. Mm. The other thing, Dave's got a problem with his penis, which he talks about quite a lot. And it's such that. a kind of rare thing. What I love about Dave is he's a kind of exposed, vulnerable man mm. who's prepared to walk into his vulnerability mm. in all instances. And... You don't see that from men very often. They're too busy trying to be macho, you mm. know. And he, he almost makes himself the weakest and most vulnerable person in the room. Mm. And it pays off, weirdly, that, you know. There's something about... There, I'll tell you what. Yeah. When someone... I've always said this mm-hmm. about a man yeah. being attractive. I would find a man much more attractive if he said to me, I started a business, it didn't go very well, I've had, I've had quite a tough time, but I've learned a lot, now yeah. I'm going to start another one. Rather oh. than a guy going, yeah, my business was absolutely massive, and I've done this, and I've done that, da, 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 and then you hear his business didn't do very yeah. well, and you think, oh, why did you lie? <laughs> yeah. I would have totally like, loved the fact that yeah. failing isn't bad. I don't look at it as like, it's only bad if you're ashamed of it, mm. or you don't learn anything from it. Um, oh, but there's, I, yeah, there's nothing like speaking to somebody who's telling the truth, is there? Okay, you know? I, I want to show you somebody that my son showed me. Mm-hmm. He's called um, Rohit Roygra. Um, it's spelt Rohit Rohit Roy. Yeah. R O H I T R O Y, and he is. I am thinking that he is Indian. Anyway, this man is a bloody legend. He's on TikTok. My son mm-hmm. showed him to me. I am trying to give up fizzy drinks mm-hmm. or not give them up because I don't think that's realistic, but I'm just trying to drink less fizzy drinks. Yes. And this guy mm-hmm. um, is my kind of guy 
and he is desperately also trying to give up fizzy drinks. And oh, God, I love this guy. Okay, you, you know who oh, I'm talking about. Of course about. I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um, and he, hang on, I'm going to play you one. He's got, on TikTok, mm-hmm. 524,000 followers. does not followers. surprise at all. I bet he can't really work out why, you know. No, I think he understands. I think he feels that, like, we're all struggling. Okay. But there is something about the way he speaks. Yes. And he understands mm-hmm. all of us, and he talks as if he is your friend. And when he tells us that he hasn't had a fizzy drink that day and how proud he is mm-hmm. of that, and, like, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely fucking feeling him. I love this man. Okay, so let's find one with a lot of views. Um, okay, this one, I think. Hello, everyone. No fizzy drink for me today. I would like to share something about meditation. You know, I always say I do meditation to look after the mental health. Now, many people do say that they don't get enough time in their daily life to do meditation like the normal way, which is like sitting alone in a posture and then count your breathing or focus on something. If you don't get time, Buddha has also explained one another way of meditation. This way will give you the same benefits as meditation. And that's simple. Whatever you are doing throughout your daily life, just try to pay full focus, 100% attention and concentration to that task. And that will give you the same benefits as meditation. This I have mentioned before a long time back, but I really want to reiterate this again because this will give opportunity to you guys to try meditation the other way, doing normal stuff, but with full concentration. And you will still get the same benefits of meditation. And no fizzy drink for me today. Thank you very much. I mean, I don't know why. Mm. I think he's, he's just got good in his soul. Yes. And it shines through everything. Like dinner with John. Yeah. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. He wants to do good in the world. Yeah, yeah. Just, he wants to help people. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to share love. And mm. we've all responded to mm. it. And I find he's had 8.2 million views. On that post? No, on, on his on his page. Wow. It is, he it's, is it's beautiful, really that. good. Yeah. And not only that, it's very true. Yes. That. If you yes. concentrate on the one thing that you're doing at yes. the, in the moment. Well, it's being present. Yeah. I know. It's very hard, the idea of being present, isn't yeah. it? Someone was talking about this the other day, that a lot of time you're thinking about the past mm. or you're planning the future, but you're very rarely Oh, I mean, now, and that's right what now. being present is all about. It's well, it's thing your, to do, though. It's your primary love language. Well, being present. Or getting, yeah, well, you know, for me yes. to be present with you. Yes, it is, yeah. Like, um, that's what you need yeah. to feel loved by I, me. I think you've misunderstood. I like presence. That's what it was. <laughs> presence from you i think that's why we enjoy this podcast so much because mm-hmm. we are very present when we're in yes. this podcast yeah, we, we have are. to sit and we have to in, you know eye, eye gazing is mm. that that thing of real intimacy and when you've been with somebody for a while mm-hmm. um you forgot you forget to look in their eyes yeah. and yeah. eye gazing is very very intimate mm. and really as we saw in my mum your dad like it's a yeah Congratulations on that, by the way. It's still going really well oh. this week. I, I, I get more messages sent to me to, to tell you how good the show is. I'm like, fuck, I know. Any more messages for my girlfriend? I love it so much. Yeah, it's great. Congratulations. Well Thank done. It's great. Thank you. Oh, I've quickly got to do a shout out because we're probably near the end, aren't we? Uh, yes. What are you doing? Rilla Histaba. Um, I'm now I'm doing what? Richard Herring, Lester. Oh, we've got to talk about that. Yeah, but we've talk, also I'll talk got about to, that. Okay, we've I'll also got that. to talk about... 
on Sunday night on Channel 4, yep. we've got the Who Cares oh, Wins Awards. Who Cares Wins Awards, yeah. And got a reel to make for that as well. really, really a beautiful... Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful event, but this year in particular, I think they've done an amazing job on, on putting a beautiful programme together. Oh, great. To celebrate everybody in the NHS. And obviously, we had 11 winners there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they were but, fantastic. But we want to say that everybody that works in the NHS is a winner. Yeah. We love you. Um, uh, Davina hosted that last night. It's going to be on, on Sunday. And you looked gorgeous last night. I know oh, I did your thanks. hair and everything, so I'm going to say that. But overall, clothes, you, you know, and your beaming face. Thank uh, you. It was very nice. Um, so Davina is going to be on one of my all-time favourite podcasts coming up, which is called Rahalistapa. You know, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Richard Herring's Live at the Leicester Square Theatre podcast. It's an acronym. Mm-hmm. I know, clever, right? Um, I used to listen to this podcast way, 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 way probably I mean, you were seven a, or eight years ago at the very, very beginning. And you he, were an absolute original adopter, weren't you? And he was basically interviewing comedians, largely mm-hmm. comedy writers, people in, in, who work in comedy, comedy performance, people like that. So I loved it because obviously he was Stuart Lee's comedy partner for a very long time. So I, I knew about Richard Herring back in the 90s. And um, and he was interviewing Stuart Lee, and he was interviewing Armando Iannucci, Steve Coogan, people like that. Tim Minchin was on there, Jonathan Ross was on there. You know, lots of kind of people in comedy and at the fringes of it as well, which I thought was great. There was a really funny episode with Armando Iannucci and Graham Linehan um, when uh, Graham Linehan created Father Ted, Armando Iannucci was the day-to-day, and Alan Partridge and stuff. But that, that particular three-way interview was hilariously funny. Um, but... Um, he interviewed John Lloyd, and John Lloyd was the creator of Not the Nine O'Clock News. He co-wrote some of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with Douglas Adams. He mm-hmm. created Spitting Image, Black Adder, QI. I mean, the guy's guy, career yeah. was amazing. Mm-hmm. But he was also one of these amazing critical thinkers, you know. Yes. So he was thinking about Your life. Your favourite type of person. Yes, like, and, and super, super bright, you mm-hmm. know, very, very clever. Um, and created some really sophisticated comedy, I think, uh, over the years. But um, he had, in this discussion, so you can listen to this episode, I can't remember where it is, but it's season one or season two, John Lloyd, live at the Leicester Square Theatre with Richard Herring. But he was the first time that I ever listened to a convincing argument for God. And he's not a particularly religious person, doesn't believe in the Bible or any organised religion at all, mm. but believes in the possibility of a creator. And I was always just a pretty ardent atheist until mm. I listened to that podcast and I thought, fuck yeah, like... What do what the hell do I know about anything? Mm. You know, yet my arrogant mind is, you know, smart enough to suggest mm. that there is no creator at all. Whatever the creator might be, it could be a gas or an energy or maths or physics mm. or whatever the hell it is. You know, but something created all of this because first there was nothing and then there was something. You know, and he was the first person that cracked my brain open mm. to that idea really. But he had some brilliant stories about him and Richard Curtis, which I thought were bloody amazing. Um, and he was just a great thinker and talker. But this whole podcast series uh, of Richard Herring's is superb. And you are going to be on it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm I'm really, I'm delighted you're on it. So can you tell people when you're on it? Is it 30th the 30th of October? 30th of October. It'll I be think a- if you go to Richard Herring's Insta page, you can click on something yes. and you'll be able to get tickets. Or if you go to the Leicester Square Theatre ticket. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Leicester Square th- uh, web- website, the yeah. Leicester Square Theatre website, box office. You'll probably be able to buy tickets there. Yeah. But you're on about 7.30, 8 o'clock. Yeah. He normally records two episodes a night, mm. so he'll probably do your episode and somebody else's. Mm. Um, the last one I listened to, actually I haven't listened to it for a while, was Richard Bacon's, who was his 40th birthday and he'd just been diagnosed with ADHD. And 
Richard's a very open, honest person yes. and talks about how chaotic his mind is and how yes. it works. But it's a really funny interview. And I thought it was a really good description of Richard Bacon, who I, I really yeah. like, uh, just in case uh, you wondered. Um, but it, the whole thing's great. And Richard Herring's got a fantastic backstory career and is a mm. brilliant writer in his own right and comedian. And him and Steve, uh, him and Stuart Lee part created Alan Partridge as well, which mm. is a big thing for me because he's mm, one of, of my favourite yeah. comedy characters. So the tickets available for that on 30th uh, of October, which is a Monday night, and uh, I'll be coming to see you. I can't wait. Um, and just so the people know, on the 30th of October, I'll be doing my live debut. <gasps> on, on, Q- QVC. on QVC. Oh my God. Can I say something? Yeah. Have we not said from the minute we met, like... I should be on QVC. You should be on QVC. No. You are made for QVC. I know, I should be built for QVC. <laughs> What's funny about being on TV, if you're ever on This Morning or the BBC or anything, you're never allowed to sell no. anything. anything, nothing. So, I mean, ironically, if you're a famous person and you've written a book, you're allowed to sell that. I don't really understand the, you know, no. the technical... Like I bought out a hairdryer. Why can't I sell that if yeah. they're selling their books? Yeah, selling oh my their god! Books I, do you know what? I've never yeah, thought no of thought that. Yeah, no thought about that. It drives me bloody mad. That's yeah. like, can't talk about your products. And I'm like, well, Dawn French can talk about the book she's written. Why can't I talk about the hairdryer yeah. I've made? It's like, no, no. <laughs> it's like so okay, funny. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? Anyway, um, you, you're never allowed to be on TV and sell anything. Yeah. And being on QVC, it's the only thing you're allowed to do. Yeah. When it's quite weird. So for 20 years of being on TV trying desperately not to sell anything yeah. it's now they're gonna go you have to sell, sell this thing sell, like, sell. i'm not even sure i can i literally no idea Michael, where I can. yes i know it'll be fine you can i'm looking i'm really looking forward to it because you like can I'll be set you free. can yeah um, so looking forward to that um okay let's do a couple of shout outs before we disappear um hello everybody by the way it's very nice to be talking to you all and um doing some shout outs we must do a video we didn't do a video last week as well yeah we've got to do a video today mm-hmm. yeah let's do it today if you've not seen this D and M, you will love it. So this is from yeah. Joe yeah. Shayla. Uh, let's just go back. So Sunday, bloody love your podcast. And I've caught up with all of them. Thank you. Aww. If you get the chance and haven't seen it yet. I watch... love it when people catch up with all of the podcasts. Uh, that is mega. She says, watch Trying on Apple TV. Such a lovely series and rated 8. Oh, Can I just say? Oh my God, isn't Joe, that funny? We were talking about them this I, morning. I have recommended this before. Mm. Uh, it was about... 50 episodes ago so you might well have forgotten about mm. it but I was the hairstylist for Rafe Spall and Esther um, his, who plays his wife um, on that show so yes I know the show really well and it is bloody brilliant so it should be rated 8 and IMDb what um, am I looking at general uh, general yes uh, so it says here, the series follows Nikki and Jason, a couple who really want to become parents, but who struggle confusing, uh, conceiving a child in order to have a baby they decide to adopt, only to face a whole list of new challenges and surprises that come with the adoption process. I totally agree, Joe. They've done a um, fantastic job of this. Yeah. Um, Joe, Joe's written that really well. That, <laughs> yeah, that's she that's magazine worthy. Yes, I'm not sure. Is, um... Yeah. Um, and then she said yesterday, she sent something else and it's called themusicman.uk. Yes. Um, and then she said, if you've not seen this D and M, you will love it. So I'm just going to oh, click, yeah, click. click on this and see what it says. Um, oh my God. Yeah, this is great. So you two, the band, as you know, I'm, I, I quite like them, dress in disguise and go busking in the New York City subway. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. It was a while ago, but uh, they dressed up as a kind of 
busking band and basically just busk their way through with Jimmy Fallon, I think. Yes. Might well be, uh, oh my God, that um, is great. Yeah, it was very funny. I love that famous people busking. Oh, thing. it's great, isn't it's it? It's so Sheeran's good. Imagine, times, imagine being Adele, Ed Sheeran, being able you two. To do that. Oh God, wouldn't it be great? Oh, it'd just be fantastic. I mean, it? all you and I could do is go and sort of present or hairstyle. I could go somewhere and do some hair. Yeah. yeah, I know, but like we'd... <laughs> Go on. We'd know. Caroline? Um, so, um, actually, no, I was going to go to... Um, sorry, Caroline wants to know something about hair, so I was going to say, why don't you speak to her separately? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, let me answer this question on here, because okay. I think it's quite an interesting one. Okay, I'd great. Like yeah. Okay, so Caroline Faithwaite says, Hi, you gorgeous couple. Absolutely love your work, and you really inspire me and cheer me up. My question is, can you recommend a shampoo and conditioner for menopausal hair? My hair is so dry after washing it. It's a massive knot, and it takes me ages to come through... Um, can you recommend any products please can I just say don't get caught into the menopausal marketing mayhem there is no such thing as menopausal hair Mm. like your hair is maybe fine or it might be shedding or thinning or it might be flat or greasy but those are the things it's are and that might be as a result of going through menopause but everybody's hair is unique to them but also it might be a thing just from ageing of course it might be all of our hair gets a bit thinner as we age no but try not to think about it as menopausal yeah. hair and just look at the hair symptoms you've got yeah. and buy a shampoo that deals with those for symptoms mm. um, as we know uh, hrt's got lots of benefits and you can choose to take that and if it's right for you or not and that may well have uh, a good impact on your hair so you can go and speak to a, a doctor about that but don't get caught up in the marketing idea of, of menopausal hair your hair treat it as it is if it's fine limp thinning shedding mm. then uh, have a look at your diet uh, and if it feels like your hair is dry or brittle but it's not colored then choose a moisturizing shampoo something like something for dry damaged hair something for colored hair even though it's not colored and dry damaged if it feels it then that's you know that's good enough if your hair feels greasy then buy an anti-dandruff shampoo or something for greasy hair or something with sicilic acid in it um but yeah don't don't think about your hair as menopausal hair think about the the problems you've got with your hair and go for a shampoo Mm. that deals with those problems that's what i'd like to say thank you michael it's my pleasure um that was actually good good um thank you um i hate asking you for hair advice when you're not working yeah i'm always working okay um okay so uh we've got one from lynn babocious babacious um great name isn't it yes so good um netflix recommendation for us dear child six Mm -hmm. parts i quite like a six part doc it's nice and Mm. sort of snappy loads of twisty turnies can't stop watching 7.4 on imdabu um, and it's German, so subtitled, but wow, we couldn't keep our eyes off it. Oh, great. I mean, interestingly, we talked Dear about China. subtitles. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We talked about subtitles the other day and said that it's quite hard sometimes for people yes. to get it's a into barrier. something. It is a barrier. Mm. But um, what's interesting, I think, if it's really good, it's not a barrier, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a go with that. So the, one of the best films I've ever seen was City of God, that South American film, yeah. and that's all subtitles. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that the, one of the best films I've ever seen yeah. is a subtitled mm. film. Uh, Lolly Ach, Ach, A-Y-C-H, it's quite a surname, isn't it? How Lolly H. H. Hi, Davina and Michael. I'm so glad you're back from your summer break and dishing out the recommendations again. I'm a relatively new follower and relishing the connection uh, back to the UK, having moved to Australia 16 years ago. 
You're welcome, Lolly. Uh, we're glad to have you here. My hubby and I love to hear what we should watch, listen to, follow, or buy each week. Having just listened to your newest pod, I wanted to recommend a good song for Michael to blub oh. to, which gets my hubby every time. Oh, I here love we go. this. He's not generally an emotional being, but this one is oh. uh, so uh, nostalgic and reminds me of time oh. back in Blighty with his phone. If you haven't heard it before, find a quiet space where you can just be still and think. Oh, it's the wow. JCB song. Do you oh, know it? God, do I know do it? Do you? It is. Is it? Brutal. Is it? Yeah. Hang on, I'm finding it now. Um, my kids bought me this for Father's Day, I think, oh, one God. year on a CD. Because it's quite an old song. Can I play it? Yeah, please do. Okay. Uh, it's, hold it to your microphone. It's... Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to that song for like 15 years or something. It's too much. Even I found that a bit Fuck. hard. You wait till it gets to the chorus. Just because I was just imagining my dad, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and even though he's not with me in a digger, yeah. he's with me in another way. Oh my well, God, it that's gets so... gets you at all angles. If you've had a tough relationship with your dad, it will floor you. And oh. if you've had a fantastic relationship with your dad, it will floor oh. you, you know. Oh, gosh. Well, you Lolly. were spot on there, Lolly. Oh, crikey, that um, brought it home. Oh, my God. Well done, Lolly. Yeah. I mean, you might be a new listener, but you've you, tapped into yeah. Michael in a big way. Okay. Um, you do one more each. Let's do okay, one more each. Okay, so Amanda, um, she's pleased we're back. And she just wanted to recommend... Sorry, Amanda Allen. Um, she's very pleased that we're back. And she'd like to recommend a show that she went to see on Friday at the Arts Theatre. Um, I'm not sure where the Arts Theatre is. Would you mind looking that up quickly yeah, sure. for me? Michael, while I'm talking about it. I think you'd love it. It's set in a pub. A group of nine men with their various stories. Um, a working bar. So if you're near the front, you might get a beer or pulled up on stage. Oh, great. But a real party atmosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of singing and dancing and easily one of the best shows I've ever seen. So it sounds like an interactive experience. Mm. It's called The Choir of Man. It's at the Arts Theatre. Where is the Arts Theatre? Oh, it's theater? in the West End. It's in London's London, Heady West, West End. End yeah. And it's set in a pub, and it sounds like it's actually in a working bar, so you might get a bevy if you go. Yeah, uh, um, Arts Theatre's in the West End. Smalls commercial uh, receiving house with an electric programme chosen by... Great. Yeah, but, uh, oh, but yeah, it's thanks, the West Amanda. End. Amanda That's, Allen, that sounds like an amazing recommendation. Thank I you very see much. see adverts for that everywhere, actually. So, yeah. Um, and then let's have a look at, uh, at this next one here from Kate Wooden. Uh, Kate's a long-term listener. I am binge-watching My Mum, Your Dad, and I am loving it. Well done, Davina. Such a, a fantastic idea. I love the story behind how it came oh, about, yeah. too. I have laughed and cried. Absolutely love the God, music soundtrack. Too. The music soundtrack is available oh, on Spotify. Yeah, it's just look up My Mum, Your Mom, Dad. Dad. It's a playlist. It's more people should know about the playlist, because more people just say... Do you know how many times music? I post it every night oh, on Twitter? Oh, Okay, okay. Like, I post it 50 times a night on Twitter. I would kill to live in the retreat. What a stunning location. What a stunning oh, house. It's a really nice house, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it's a breathtaking place. Absolutely beautiful. 
Um, thanks, Katie. Thanks, everybody. For that. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for, uh, for listening. 54 minutes. Perfect. Pretty good, isn't it? Perfect. Uh, we have just ordered food from Pho, one of our favourite places. Our what favorite have you ordered? Places. I ordered the chicken curry, my new fave. Ah, like, yes. That's what I order every time. I go for the uh, spicy Pho chicken soup. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of love, everybody. We um, love you. Love being back. This and it was fun. nice coming back mm. this week with us being a like a bit more on actually it. on it. Sorry, with you being a bit more on it. Oh, yeah, we yeah, were on it. <laughs> I'm only kidding. We were so on it. Uh, have a lovely evening, folks. Oh, I thought you meant like okay. I was on it, but you weren't. But what you meant was I wasn't. You weren't on, on it, it last on it. week, but yeah, you yeah. were on it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. It was a kind of joke with your back. No, I got it. Yeah, That's where my ego is, though. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought we That's were good. both shit last week, not just me. Yeah, but my ego saved me and said, no, 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 you were really good, Michael. It was just her that was on it. <laughs> <laughs> Unpick that motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, everybody. Lots of love. Love See you. Bye. Bye. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.